3: And oh you are God. in charge of your own happiness, right? Yes. So if you think positively about the world, then you can create your own happiness.
0: Drop
2: it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. <laughs> Okay, well, full disclosure, we fucked up the podcast because someone called in the middle of recording, and because we don't have, like, fancy studio uh, anything, we're on a phone, where we record, Uh, this time was in Nat's living room while she was getting her hair extensions done. It's a little bit of a hodgepodge, Um, and Nat's not with me right now. She's in Mexico, so I am giving you the intro, brought to you by catnat.ca, jokes, um... No, not really, actually. So we really do just tackle some of the things that happened on the road. Well, not even some of the things that happened. We're tackling basically um, some of the feedback that we got and the difference between feedback and criticism. And if you are just a person who criticizes chronically, it is not helpful and it probably impacts your life across the board. And we kind of just look at that and... What we can do when people give us feedback and how we handle it. And then we jump into what kind of traits we want our kids to have because that launches from, you know, we have some, we have two kids that are innately um, more negative and how we are trying to battle that or correct that or help them with that. And just basically some advice of life. Really, guys, It's all I got for you. It's very hard to do this without Nat beside me. I don't know how you all podcast solo. Shit. I don't like it. Nat, get your ass home. Um, enjoy the podcast. I hope it makes sense to you guys. It really is one of our favorites just because it is an honest conversation about where we're at right now and how we're transitioning and what's happening and in parenthood and in life and with our business. Um, okay. Listen. Let's do this. I believe we got some emails about our show that were complaining about things that were out of our control. And for example, it was like uh, seating isn't in our control, Um, the time the show starts isn't in our control, Uh, bar lines aren't in our control, like the whole venue situation is out of our control. So when people complain about, like, the sound or, you know, uh, the way that um, the venue said the seating was going to be and it's not, or you guys started at 7.10 and not 7, like, it is not something that we can control because what happens is the venues actually want... Um, people in the bar because that's where they make money. That's where, you know, that's why it's $7 a drink because it costs them like 20 bucks to buy a bottle and they can make X amount of drinks at seven bucks a pop. And so they're walking out with a huge amount of money. Now, the reason we put a DJ up front was because, it's a party and we wanted people to feel like they were welcome when they come in. Now that being said, he keeps playing while the bar is waiting. So you guys aren't sitting there in silence and we're waiting to come out.
3: Because the managers and the people at the theater are like, we don't want that all these people, I love it. We don't want all these people to miss you guys coming out in the beginning because we didn't bring on enough bartenders. Not complaining, just saying. So now the longest,
2: the longest we've ever held is like, 15 minutes and that is long once it was like 20 and we were like we gotta get that, like we gotta get going
3: and they've also let us know that in the theater world cause the people we work with have been doing this for like, you know, decades they're like this is completely normal, normal.
2: Next thing, next thing is that um, in terms of the business, uh, like the way that the sometimes it's a union, we're not allowed to step foot on that stage after a certain time. So they're like, you need to be off the stage at nine p.m. on the dot. If your foot touches that stage after nine p.m., you owe us x amount of dollars for that foot on that stage. Even once uh, there was fans after the the show who wanted who DJ Gumby was talking to. Mm-hmm. And th- we got charged. Mm. And so they, they're like, it's like, they're like, get off. It's Did not. gonna be pay us back for that? No, right? Joking. <laughs> so it's like things are, you're not even allowed to, to touch a suitcase. You're, it's called, it, it is, the rules and regulations are so insane that nobody sees where we can pull in, what time we can load in at, what we can touch. Anywho, um, all of that is out of our control. And I think a lot of people see Think that it, it everything would be in our control of that situation, but it's like talk. It's like getting mad at a waiter or a waitress when your food isn't ready yet. That's mm-hmm. not the waitress's fault. Mm-mm. It's the kitchen's fault, mm-hmm. and they're probably slammed, and they can do nothing about it. So it it is. But at the end of the day, our name's on the show, so we have to take care of it. So we appreciate all that feedback. There's nothing we can do about it. It's called life. And then in, and that was kind of like the biggest complaint was that. And I was like, well, we can do
3: nothing about that. And then the other thing is, is that, um, you know, someone had said, um, you know, I, I can, we came to see you. We love watching you now. Um, but when we sat down to create a show, we needed to create something that was different than what we do every single day. Because if you don't if you could just turn on your Facebook Live and watch it any time a day and watch us talk for half an hour or watch us on Insta stories, then we don't have a show. You have to offer something different and something exciting for us too, something different for us. Yeah. So turning into a party, having dancers, having a DJ and dancing is I, fun. I'm actually that that that,
2: that is it's called a girls' night. It's called it was called the fun show for a reason. We,
3: and we talk for more time than we talk on our Facebook Live. So you actually are getting a lot of us. I'm on there for two hours. <laughs> I buy tickets to a to a, a comedian show. I sit for less than an hour. And I hear some material I've already heard on Netflix and I'm still happy because I'm there and I'm supporting and I love listening to them. So, well, yeah, no, I I, I guess that takes us
2: to the next point is that like, you know, number one, <laughs> thank you. Number one, <laughs> if you in your life think you can please everyone, I mean, what my take home has been this whole entire tour is number one, like uh, you cannot, like you can't please everybody and you, you like, you can't, you
3: can't. You can't expect to. If you do, you're probably a sociopath. Uh-huh. And you've got to do the best that you can and then be okay that sometimes people aren't going to be happy. Yeah, for sure. But if you're doing your best, that's the best you can do. Well, yeah. And you it, and and 120,000 people liked it.
2: No, no, but what you're consuming, it might not be your taste. Mm-hmm. Like, it might not, like, you know. Like, we don't like concerts. Exactly, I don't like. But I like listening mean, to music yeah. say that complainers are going to be complainers and... and you can't change someone who's a natural complainer. I challenge everyone to think about whether or not you sit there and and you are a, a, a person who likes to find problems
3: with things. A poor me is what they're called.
2: Victims. Yes. I, yep. I, I struggle with that. That's one of my biggest... That's one of my things I'm trying to work on is feeling um, empathetic towards people who are the victims of their own situations. Mm-hmm. That being said... That has nothing to do with our show because, shit, you can come and hate it. I Like, I get it. I get that. That's fair. You can be like, wow, those girls are obnoxious. Fine. Like, I, that's nothing I that can change. And I'm not saying you're a complainer or a victim of your life if you feel that way. Um, it's just not your taste. Like, I don't want to go see death leopard, whoever they are.
3: (laughs) But also there's just people whose dialogue, they feel comfortable in a place. And this isn't talking about the people who said that they got bad seats and they wait in the bar line. But like, there's people that feel comfortable in a negative dialogue. It's like, they feel safe there. It's like, that's where they belong in a crowd. They're the ones, you know, that that, that, that say the negative thing. That's their place. That's their narrative. That's what they like to do. It's where they've always been and it's what people expect from them. And unfortunately, just so y'all know, the people around you would prefer you weren't like that. I don't think they know that they're complainers. I really don't think they know. I think if they knew,
2: I think there's, so there's two people. There's actually more than two people. There's pessimists who just see a situation and feel like it's going to turn out like Eeyore. We call them Eeyores. That's Winnie the Pooh. They walk outside and you're like, oh my God, what a beautiful day. And they're like... But the, sun is, a puddle over the there. sun is too bright, yeah. and you're like, okay. And then you're like, I love the rain. It's so it's so like calming and peaceful. Or I'm just gonna get wet. Like whatever it's you so say, crazy. there's but always like, a negative. And,
3: and and you could be this person. You might not know it, but. Um, but you, we all know that person in our, like those few people in our lives. I
2: don't know? know if it's you. I think it's actually many people who, who I think they feel safer in the negative because to be positive feels like something's going to happen. Neg- like if you you're feel like, you're jinxing it. Yeah. If you're negative and if you're like, oh my God, this like, if two things. If you're negative, you're then you can never be disappointed because it's always bad. If you are a person who likes to to not take responsibility, it's easier to make everyone else around you have problems. I'll, I'll give you an example. It's like the tenor, but it's different. So you walk in, everything's fine, you think. They make a situation out of nothing, and it's your fault that you've made a situation over nothing. It's very confusing when the person, they feel better about making you the problem than themselves the problem, because for them to be the problem, that's too hard to, to, for it them to deal them feel with. feel
3: super vulnerable.
2: Yeah. Or it's like if, if we're late for something and then everything starts getting, oh my God, like the worst case scenario, Jude, we're going to get there. Yeah. Let's just take a deep, and if we don't, we don't. Yeah. But making everyone else feel crazy about your feelings of how everything's going
3: down right now is not okay. No, but I'm going to tell you a secret about like people that, when you put out negative because you don't want to jinx things, you're actually doing the opposite. Because if you have a negative dialogue, then negative things will come your way. It's like, and then if you say positive things, positive things will come your way. If you believe, let's say, let's say people don't believe in luck. Okay. But if you believe that you're kind of a lucky person, then you believe that because you constantly believe that and good things happen to you. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And, I would and say, and you know people that are perfect examples of that, who just come across with positive, they know how to turn things around, and then good shit happens to them over and over and over again. And when the bad things do happen, they just they don't dwell on it and they they go on to the expecting the next good thing to happen.
2: So think about if you wanna know like how you turn around your negative into a positive, if you sit there and you're always like if, if you say but a lot, like if you're like, but this, like there's someone who's like gives critical feedback and then there's there's complainers and then there's whiners and then there's Debbie Downers and then there's just losers, flat out losers. <laughs> <laughs> and a loser isn't a person. A loser is an attitude where it's like everything you try to do, every problem you try to solve for them, they find another fucking problem within it. It's like, you're like, try this. Well, that won't work because of this. Well, try this. Well, that won't work because of this. And if you are a mom or an entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are people in your life who you are like trying to help succeed. And as a business owner, if you are a fucking loser, you will never be successful because you're always finding the problems with it or blaming everyone else around you. And that's why you're a loser. That's why you're a loser. Yeah, and we're not saying you're a loser. We're no, saying no, no. You're a loser because you lose a lot. Not like you're a cool kid. Like you're a mm. loser because you honestly don't know how to handle a situation without having a temper tantrum about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Fucking temper tantrums. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. It's just so, you, you come across people that have like good energies. And I remember we were in VIP and I don't know what we were talking about with this group of girls, but they're like, this friend of ours is so lucky. Like she always wins the things and good things always happen to her. And I was thinking to myself, no, good, she makes good things happen for her. Yeah. You know, and she was kind of accepted it, but I looked at her and I knew she knew. It was it, She was the reason she was lucky you know but you can't convince other people that people's I mean people t- t- told me I'm lucky my whole life you're so lucky all the good things always happen to you okay I'll let you say it but yeah yeah, yeah. what am I gonna say try and defend it I've tried sometimes I've tried for too long you to can't it. do
2: that or the other thing is that people um there's like yes there's people who figure it figure it out and people who, who find the. that's all it is someone who figures it out and someone who finds the problems like Alexis who works for us for example there's never like she never says like no nah, we can't do that never, ever, 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 ever says, I can't do that. She says, okay, okay. Or like when you walk into a store and they're standing there and you're like, can you fit me in? And they're like, mm, let me just oh, look, hold gosh. on. Mm, yeah, no. And I'm like, okay, when's your next appointment? In 30 minutes. So I will take a quick one. No, no, we only do 45 minute appointments. And you're like, if you had your own fucking business, yes. you would say, let me fi- figure it out.
3: I will so, fit you in and I will and do this. you guys know that. Like, you walk into, like, let's talk about, like, hair and nail salons, right? There's people that will not let you walk back out that door. They might make you sit, but there's things they can do to entertain you while you're there. Yeah, but and they think won't you're going to get an appointment.
2: Yeah. That's just swindling. No, but they figure but it, it out. Works. Yeah, they figure it out. They move out. people. Do this, do this, do this, and then you're in.
3: And then there's so often where you go in and, like, oh, we don't have that. Or, no, we don't but have that. But everyone's sitting there looking at you. And yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah, and then... And then you just know when someone owns the business or doesn't. And if you come across an employee that that you are like, she's probably the daughter of the owner or she's the owner, you have the best employee on your
2: hands. It's really uh, interesting that you say that because I we were at a restaurant in <sighs> Joliet. And there was a waitress there. And the way she was talking to us and taking care of us... We thought she was the daughter's all, owner. And we, we didn't say it to each other, but we all thought
3: she was the, do- the, the, the daughter's owner. And when sure. I was
2: paying, I said to her, what, do, what else are you doing? And she said, well, I'm doing this, I'm trying this, I'm trying this. And I said, you have a great personality. Don't ever forget that. And don't ever think that you can't do something because your personality, you're... Your personality uh, pay, will pay you over in spades that, that other people don't have. Mm-hmm. It's not your education. Shh. It's not anything else other than the way you make people feel. Take that and
3: fucking run with it because you cannot teach what you have. And sometimes you know the way that they're being fake nice is just for the tip. This girl actually wanted us to have a good experience. Yeah, I
2: yeah, know. She was amazing. She was
3: very upset I didn't finish my soup. She was like my Italian grandmother who was like, you don't like my food. Why don't you finish my bowl? But in yeah. a really nice way. And then the the manager came out and said, are you guys okay? And
2: we're like, keep that employee. She's amazing. Do everything yeah. you can. And that's like an attitude. That's a perspective. That goes back to complaining. And if I was to apply this to fucking motherhood, I have to tell you, I have one who is chicken little. The sky is always falling. I look at him and I say, try that response again. Mm-hmm. Try that response again. Like, he will cry over everything. Like, and not like a real cry. He's like, this morning I was like, something about breakfast. But then we'll have no time to go outside and play. Like, crying about, I said, go get yourself, try try again. And then I'm like, think about how you can resolve this problem. He is not a very good problem solver in his own life, but we got to work on that. That's what I'm working on. Get your kids to be good problem solvers. Mm -hmm. You can say this, are you being a problem finder right now or a problem solver? He's like, Why, so fuck, fuck, so fuck, go fuck yourself, mom. you in your face, mom. Yeah, no, you want you want resiliency. You want someone who can look at a situation and think of it from a different way. And you got to encourage them to, to solve their own problems because they're going to grow up and they're going to become babies, adult babies who are going to throw temper tantrums because they can't figure their shit out and they're going to be so egocentric because they're going to think that the world resolves around them and they have it the worst. That's what complainers do. They sit there and they're like, no one else has it as bad as me. I remember being a first-time mom. And there was someone in my life who would complain as if I wasn't going through it too. It's like her way was way worse, oh yeah, and I was just like what what do you what do you think I'm doing over I it s- like swear and I'm so exhausted. I haven't slept in days. Oh, me that too. sounds familiar so, and we'd go out for dinner, and she would monopolize the whole conversation about how bad she had it over everyone else, and mm-hmm. I was like. Uh, like the yep. and everyone would would flurry of around course. and people would you know like are you okay and I was just like watching this and I'm like you you do realize not only are you taking away every other person's feelings in this room right mm-hmm. now that you have it worse than everyone else and everyone else is like got it mine's my feelings aren't as much as yours. It's crazy. It's, it's what people do, though. Yep. They're like, but my, but it's me, but my feelings. Mm-hmm. They take it. and They go around and around mm-hmm. and around.
3: Right. It's hard to listen to, you know. It's really hard for you know people when they think they've had the worst life ever, and you're like, I wouldn't dare say I had such a bad situation because you have no idea who's in the room. Mm-hmm. You no, you I mean. don't. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. You have no idea who's in the room. Happen on tour. Yep. Found out something, like, but you have to assume. Don't assume anything, you know? And don't say, like, oh, when I was, and the way I grew up, is like, oh, it was so bad. People are like, sit down. You know what I mean?
2: Someone always has it worse than you. A hundred percent. Doesn't mean your feelings aren't valid. Doesn't mean you can't. And, you know, some, like, we'll use, let's just use guilt as an example. No matter if you have cleaning lady, a chef, mm-hmm. and your rich AF, mm-hmm. your guilt feelings are the same I'm as not- a single mom who leaves. Yeah. However, your struggles are different, mm-hmm. but your feelings are the same. Mm-hmm. And although maybe one has never felt it on the same level, like a loss, some people would argue the loss of a loved one is the same as a loss of a pet. You can't, you know what I mean? like. Yeah it's their loss it's not yours to decide how much they feel for that loss because mm-hmm. everyone's feelings are deeper and different on each on each situation you don't know their history for those feelings but it doesn't fucking matter what other, someone else's feelings and are. And
3: calling on other people's sympathy just for the sake of them feeling bad for you. Is that what you want to be? No. Is that what you want people to feel bad for you? No. It's not a good way to be. It's
2: not a good way to be, nor should you orchestrate your life to be yeah. around that situation. You don't
3: want you to don't, you don't be that person. You don't want people to do things for you because they feel bad for you. You want people to do things for you and with you because they love being around you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel,
2: founder of Pretty Litter.
3: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p .com/catandnat.
2: Also, difference. if you also if you ever wanted to give feedback to someone about how you feel, not only be able to give feedback, be able to take feedback. And I know that people have, like, the emails of complaints that we got, there was nothing constructive in them. Like, it was, like, what they spent on things, what they did. I would have rather have heard um, something that I could have taken and applied. Like, way back when in our first show at Boston, mm-hmm. in Boston, we got really constructive feedback. Yeah, no, that, it was, was, that it, changed the whole show because we, of it. We changed the show because the feedback was that um, that... Um, not important, that constructive. Mm -hmm. It helped us. Mm -hmm. If you want to complain, go crazy, but there's not much we can do with complaining. Like, Mm -hmm. if you want to complain about where your seats were, I'm really sorry, I didn't build the theater. If you want to complain how (laughs) much a drink was, I'm really sorry, I didn't make the drinks (laughs) that price.
3: Sometimes the theaters were built in, like, 1926, too. Keep that in mind. If you want to complain about... how
2: much your babysitter costs? I can't. I can't <laughs> do that for you. I can be thankful that you you arranged, um, arranged to come. I, you know, like yeah. give me something I can work with, and then I'll be like fair. Yeah, but I don't have to be like fair. Yeah, I can be like I actually disagree with you.
3: And sometimes I can. I can say you. You're just allowed to. If you just want to tell us that you know there was there's something that I just don't like, then. They and don't you, like our swearing. No one likes our swearing. No, you're entitled. Some to people don't like our swearing. Yeah, you're
2: entitled to that. That's totally. Fine. I mean, I'm not gonna fucking stop, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to know that you don't like to. You appreciate. That. No non fucking squares. I get it. You know what I mean. God damn it, motherfucker. Where's my drink? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get down, fucking I no, you're down, right down. I I'm not gonna
3: change. I like fucking swearing. No, I'm intelligent. Uh, it, I like to swear. I, and on on a side note, um, after doing 16 shows, I guess in the past two weeks, we've had we had such a good time doing it. But um, like we said in the podcast, that we lost, we're ready. We're ready for a change, and we're not ready for a change because because a feedback. It's not because of feedback, and it, and it isn't because we're not, you know, selling out shows. I'm going to be real with you. We are. We're selling out huge theaters still. It's that the two of us are ready for something new. And when we're excited about something new, then you get excited, too. And maybe you don't know you're ready for change. We're going we're gonna to take you on the, our journey with us. We're going to take but you, you know down what? a new path. doesn't matter if anybody else is. No. That's the
2: thing. Yeah. I, I, when, people, when, people, when people say, like... But I want to do it to make it good for them, too. Well, it will, but if 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 it's well, you, if, holy shit, that's like a nail on a head. You can't. There was a, 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 a an Instagram account we were just talking about, mm-hmm. and it is beginning to feel like the authenticity is gone for mm-hmm. a business mm-hmm. versus a message that they always had that was so much more important, and. If you lose sight of your message, if you're a blogger, if you're an Instagram, or if you you make your world based on your personality or even your brand, you're fucked mm-hmm. because people can see through that. Even though you're not even saying it, it is this weird layer that people can see. And even if you're not doing it, that's the way it seems like. If you start doing things for other people, mm-hmm. you will you you'll lose your entire core audience. But
3: what's so great about us and our audience is we are them; they are us. Yeah, like they are exactly like us. Like they're like like we yeah. We could continue to go on, going on tour and making money, doing these theaters and doing all that stuff. But if you and I aren't happy, no, and if we don't change then it's just going to get boring for everyone. Y- yeah. <laughs> and, but, and but we're we
2: changing. Hate being bored. We're changing cuz we're lacking an experience that we want. Yes. It's not because we're like
3: they need something different. No. It's because we and need something different. And they don't because different. they're still they're still buying tickets to these beers. Yeah. But we need something different and we're on a journey. This whole this whole this whole business that we've that we've grown with has been nothing than just following our instincts. And when we feel that we want something new, we want to change you know the path, we just know it and then we do it and then it's so fun. Just you know change- we- we talked to our
2: entire team. We had to have a, to have a big team call because they were trying to understand what we were trying to do. And then they sit there and they're like, "Huh? All right." Like they it, it took. They had to ask questions and questions and figure it out. And they were like, "I mean, we, we trust you guys. Let's, let's give it a go." They, you know, tr- they
3: trust us. They support us. But at the end of the day, when we they don't they, give a fuck. What they know more than anything is, no matter what they say, we're going to do what we want to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they said, "Actually, guys, I don't think this is going to be a good idea," oh, we'd be like, "Actually, well, let's show you it is a good idea." Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're like, like, Never mind. Fine. It's that
2: that that's the person. You know, if I if I if there was like four qualities I could make my kids have outside of kind and good people and like all the things like being respectful, all that other <laughs> shit on top of like the basic <laughs> bullshit of a good basic, person,
3: basic human nature and understanding and thoughtfulness and being a good. person. Person on this planet,
2: yeah, I, I would want them to be like—not um, the word inquisitive, but I, I like—I like when they think not linear. So it's like when they're able to look at a situation. Like I admire my my youngest daughter so much in terms of the way she is able to like assess a situation and then figure shit out because. I swear to you. Do you she, mean your oldest? Yeah. Oh, you said your youngest. Sorry, my oldest. <laughs> I'm like what, wow, Chloe? I'm four no, no, years old. My oldest, like, she butts head with my husband a lot in terms of, of her strength and her personality because he follows a straight path. Because he, you're so right. right. I never thought of that it, but a lot of people do. It is, and the way she sees the way she sees shit, I'm like, that is fucking impressive. It's clever. It's fucking clever. It is clever and it's witty, but it's a different witty. Like mm-hmm. she, and it's on her feet. It she doesn't have to think about it, but there's something about her brain that takes her in a zigzag position, mm-hmm. not straight like Yeah, but her zigzag actually gets her there faster often. <laughs> I know. Right? But it there's no problem in her head. There's never it, there's nothing that she's like, "Oh fuck, I can't do that." She's mm-hmm. like, "Give me a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me go figure that shit mm-hmm. out." I didn't I think I learned that growing up. I didn't have that I don't know I don't know what the word is, but I'm like Shit, that's impressive. Yeah.
3: Don't and then, and lose that. Yeah, and that's a great thing to have because that's a great thing to have as an adult. That being said, you know, everyone has their challenges. She definitely has hers. Oh, totally. But this is something that at least no, she'll
2: carry with her forever. I lo- I'm love. i saying I I love that personality trait of her. Yeah, me too. I, uh, another thing I lo- I'd love my, my my kids to have... Do you have to go? No, I'm just going to step for She's just going to go see. Another thing I'd love my kids to have is um, resiliency. Yeah. Like... I don't even know how you figure it. you got to fucking get knocked down for that one.
3: Yes. You can't teach that. I know. One. We're giving our kids too we were giving our kids too good of a life. Oh my gosh! You know how we have to like travel, and people always ask us like, "What's it like leaving your kids?" And of course, it's hard, but it's something you actually get used to. Well, I'm going away. I- I'm I'm coming home. <laughs> when you hear this, I'll be coming home. But um, you'll be home mm-hmm. one day. One day, I'm coming home. But my girlfriends are all feeling really anxious about leaving their kids for four nights. You're like motherfuckers. I've been gone for twenty <gasps> days, and it's like I so know how they feel. Yeah, again, because their feelings are just as valid yeah, as your feelings. Totally, feelings. totally. No feels, I would never more. turn around and be like guess how I feel you know what yeah, I mean because yeah. I'm like oh my gosh and I'm just like I'm kind of glad though that I have I have experienced sort of experience knowing they'll be okay and that I can go away for four nights and I actually don't really have to have as much anxiety as they're having now that's yeah. something that I've been able to overcome
1: uh, because of our situation ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby
2: I know. Yeah, and they'll right. learn something. What's what, What's one characteristic you want your kids to have?
3: Oh, I mean, all those things for sure. Anything else outrageous? Um, I, want, I want them to see the world through a positive lens, you know, because it's so easy to see the world as a bad place and bad things are happening and bad things can happen to me. And I really think that when you have a positive attitude, then the world can work for you and with you instead of against you you know but it is it is very easy to get, get caught up in a negative in a negative thought and like yes one of my sons his like i mean i spent what the first 10 minutes with him and i heard all the negative i heard all this and i was like stop Change. I can't hear you say it. Like, because he doesn't mean to be negative. I know. It's just the thoughts that come up in his head that he wants to talk about are negative. So I'm like, okay, let's like, why don't you, like tell me some good things. And he's willing and open to do it. But that's one that's going to have to be worked on a lot. You know? Yeah. It, it might click later. And All the click, seeds you're planting right now. Yeah. Seeds. And, and and when and when he starts and when he starts talking positive, I believe that his life will feel he'll feel happier. Yeah. You know, because be feeling happy is really really important. And oh you are God. in charge of your own happiness, right? Yes. So if you think positively about the world, then you can create your own happiness. You can't expect other people to make you happy. You got to be happy first. And being happy with yourself is, for some people, a job in itself.
2: A job all fucking day. I just think I you, thank you know God you. I wake up happy. You have to think about like you know, if you saw our Instagram post and you saw Gina making out with um, <laughs> the See? stripper. You know, and her mom said, if you knew what she had been through in her life, what she's lost, she's lost daughter, she's lost a husband, she had to raise four girls on her own. She has a heart issue. She had a breathing issue. And she was up there with her champagne smiling with her oxygen tank. and she And she's like, my bits are all alive. And she's like, you are never too
3: old to have fun. And she brought so much joy via her joy. And you know, another woman came up and she was a lot older and she said, you know, I lost, I was married to my husband for 37 years. I lost him a couple of years ago. And obviously she went through a hard time, but she's like, I am alive. Like, and it's sometimes I feel like some of our perspective on life is a more a more experienced perspective because I think a fresh perspective is Are you talking about spirits now? No I'm talking about Souls. like I'm talking about like like, when I first had Taylor, my perspective of, like, life and being a mom was so immature. It was so young, you know? It was so yeah. fresh. and It now, was raw. It was so raw. And now it's been 10 years, and I feel like when I see these older women and they're, like, enjoying their life, I feel like we already sort of have a little bit of that. Dude, I'm like, look, listen up. Listen up, Buttercup.
2: One day, you're going to be 89 years old, yeah. and you're, you're gonna, your body's going to be wrinkly. Your t- titties <laughs> are going to be at your, your vagina. your ass is going to be in the back of your knees, and you're going to have a gunt, most likely, or a fupa, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And if you spend all this time worried about what the fuck you look like, dude, you're going to hell in a Uh, handbasket. I mean, not everyone's going to be J-Lo. But even J-Lo is going to be a saggy, wrinkly, beautiful woman, even like that. Maybe not her, but yeah. um, Maybe not (laughs) her. No, but she 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 will. will
3: And you know what else? It's like that... that, She will die. We We will all die. die. That quote that people say is, "I am if I, like... I don't know what it was because I actually never felt this way. But, like, when I – well, I guess I, yeah, there was a part of me that did. But um, when I look back at my 20-year-old self and I see those, like, little love, love handles, like, I wish I could have appreciated oh, myself. Right. If it, I wish I was – if only I was who I was 10 years ago, yeah, I would have loved myself more. I would have loved myself. You're going to say that in another 20 years. So 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 now that you're mature enough to see that and realize that, now's the time to be like, okay, I'm really I'm really thankful for where I'm at right now. And if you can be thankful for it, um, you could have more fun in your life right now. Oh, my God, But it takes practice, guys. And I don't know who
2: you're trying to look good for. Like, who? Myself. No, I know you. I mean (laughs) all the people who don't like themselves. I know. Who the fuck are you trying to please? Nobody's looking at you. They're looking at themselves. No, and if you saw every man on the stage who got up on stage and took his shirt off with his man boobies and loved them, his man boobies, and was so proud of himself. They are not insecure, those men. They are not insecure, those men. Why, Natalie? They don't, they don't even have. A, they, don't, they didn't even have a, a one pack, and they were having the time <laughs> of their lives. You know what I mean? And us women, so over the conversations. We are so much more than our bodies. We are so much more than the way we look. And all this talk about it, I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, y'all. Let's get our shit together and start talking
3: about one day we're going to die. Fucking have fun. That's what we're here for. Kat and I are on the journey to find fun in life. And a lot of people say that we're their escape when they're feeling low or they are having a hard time because they look at us and they're like, you guys seem to be having fun. Yeah, somehow we figured out I don't know how people can't realize that one day, like,
2: your health is not guaranteed, your happiness is in your control, and if you can't figure that shit out, it's never coming. It's not going to show up at your door and knock on your door and be like, hi, I'm here to make you happy. Fuck now. You got to, like, that is in you right now, and you got to change that. And what you're chasing to be or who you think you should be, I, I don't know who you think you should be, but just... Just be the best
3: you. Oh, who's that? I know, but doesn't that That changes cheesy? every day.
2: You know what? I wake up, some days I want to lose five pounds, some days I'm like, fuck it. Some days oh, I want to work out, some days I'm like, fuck it. Some days
3: I I want to stop yelling, some days I need to yell oh, some fuck more. fuck it, you know? Some, some days I want to be the best, some days I think I'm the best wife ever, and some, some days, days I'm like, shit, I'm not giving everything I could. Some days I want hair extensions. some days <laughs> I don't. Some <laughs> days I want to put clothes on, some days I don't. Some days I feel like I wish I had so much more money, and then some days I feel like I'm so lucky for what I have. Exactly. Natalie. But I do
2: want to be rich. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. If you want it, you have to make it. Yeah. It's never showing up at your door. You can follow every Instagram account out there and you're still not going to find what the fuck you want because it's inside of you, not online, not at your door, not at the store, not in the <laughs> sky, not anywhere. It's sitting. You're sitting on it right now and it's it not your badge. It's inside of you somewhere. Figure it out. Does
3: that mean? No. Right. Not at all. That's a hundred percent. You have a choice.
2: Wake up. Put a smile on your face, have
3: your feelings, move on from your feelings. And, and, and true story, uh, if you're feeling sad and you actually just smile, it releases something inside that makes you feel a little happier. Try it.
2: Yeah. And there's no problem bigger than dying.
3: So if you're not dying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're okay. And if you're dying, fuck, strength to you. I hope you have family yeah, yeah. around you. No, we're all going there. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're,
2: we're all in it together. Yep. I will see you there one day.
3: Where are we going? What's it going to be like? I'm
2: not sure, but we're all... It, we're, it must be we're, great. We're all dying, you know? We're all dying. I'm dying right now. Yeah. Like, I'm, on way. Way. I'm, I'm on my way I'm out. i one day closer Every day. to dying. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Who else is looking as... Like, it's as inspiring as... No, all no, I'm saying is... No, I think is, it is. I think the fact that we're one day closer to death should be inspiring. Live now. Live it here. Have fun while you're here. There's just
2: really no... There's no
3: bigger problem than dying, so... <laughs> it's the only it's It's
2: the only problem you have no I know and it's not even a problem it's out of your control yep it's just a situation guys so the rest of it is cake is you inside of you you're not gonna even find it in a book you're not gonna find it anywhere no no books just
3: look at yourself and say you know what be happy today. Today's the day I'm gonna wake up and be happy. Yeah. I'm, for the first day, I might be only happy for one minute, but the next day, it might be five minutes. Yeah. Before you know it, you're loving life. And don't, you know what, you know what you cannot, you can start not complaining about? The weather.
2: Don't complain about the weather. Mm-hmm. If you're a complainer, start with little things. Don't complain about the weather. Mm-hmm. Don't complain about the way you look. Mm-mm. And don't complain, let's do two, and one more thing that's really in your control. And don't complain about, well, just try two things. Pick two things <laughs> not to complain about. <laughs> Your yeah. body. Okay, that did I say your the way you look? Yeah. Okay, your body, the way you look, what you're not, and the weather. Four things. That's fair, right? Yep. Someone gives you a compliment, thank you. Mm. Not, oh my god, thank you, but I'm trying to lose my ass is no. Nope. Thank, thank you. you. And you don't have to give one back. <laughs> That just is awkward sometimes. It is so You know, like, thank you. I yeah, love your hair too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Just oh say God, thank you. Oh my God, you're so yeah. pretty. You, you too? too? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't no, thinking no. that, but. You just say like, Thank you, thank you so much. If you want to go out on a limb, you can say, "I love your shoes." If they're not wearing shoes, don't say that. Don't say that if they're <laughs> you can play. say, I, "I thank you." I, I, you can say, "Thank you." I really needed that compliment. Yes. I really like that. Our, thank you. That was really kind of you. Yeah, thank you. You made me smile. Thank mm. you for that. Thank you the is, reminder. Th- well, if you're you're really pretty. <laughs> you thank you for the reminder no not thank I like you that. I That's love funny. your hair thank you for the reminder <laughs>
3: oh, Like you know. I'm not talking about the way you look all the time I mean like when right. someone's like someone tells you something or gives you advice or a compliment
2: okay advice or a compliment thank you, thank you for, the reminder. Thanks for the reminder no you can say thank you thank you I appreciate that thank you Thank you. I thank you for
3: the reminder. You're, You're, pretty. You're pretty. Thank you. For the reminder. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My mom used to tell me that. She's She moved away. So thank you for the reminder on my beauty. That's true. Thank you. It. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, y'all. <sighs> that was
2: actually turned out to be better than I thought it was going to go, Nat. All right. Great. And also get your kids to stop complaining. Don't let them do it.
3: Yes. And also, you know, if you really want to compliment, go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> Ultimately. When in doubt. Oh, side note, there is a vagina what? out there, a robotic vagina.
3: Oh, this. I just thought we should random, go. Random facts. <laughs> this. There is a robotic vagina that you can give to your husband so you no longer have to give him yours.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Bye, guys.
3: Bye. Go fuck
1: yourselves. <laughs>